danger. It's danger. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're a You're a Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Well, hey, good morning, DJ Envy. It's Friday! It's Friday. Good morning, everybody. It's the end of the work week. It's over for us for a couple of weeks. It's our last day that we go on vacation to the new year. I turned off my alarm. Oh, for your phone, so it doesn't ring anymore? Mm-hmm, in the morning, so I don't have to get up. So early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. The holidays are coming. I'm excited too. I still got a little a little bit of shopping left to do for the kitties, but uh most of everything is done. It's just the small ones. The one year old and three year olds, the only one I didn't get for. I've been doing you know every year I do this thing called Twelve Days of Christmas where every day I get my wife something special, something nice, and on the twelfth day, which is Christmas, I give her a, a big gift. Just just fun. So me and the kids pick those stuff out and we set it up in the house. So I'm tired. I had to set up one last night and you know when you're over something, you be like, damn, I'm tired. Like, F that, but you can't say F that because you already <laughs> jumped in. Yep. So you got to finish that out, so. Well, it's uh, my family. Everybody just wants money. I have, like, 18 cousins. And they all want money? Well, they're young, some of them. So but how much you got to give them each? I remember growing up, that used to be my favorite thing on Christmas was I would be with my whole family, and everybody would give me the little red envelopes. Right. And there'd be money in them. So I'd give everybody $100 each. Woo! 1800 all right. I mean, what else am Light I supposed work. to do? 50 Wow, cheap. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, but it's actually a lot easier than having to, like, go out and shop and, you know, buy things. Everybody gets a card with some money in it. So you're a little lazy. No, I think it's, you know, I just know what I liked when mm-hmm. I was growing up. I used to be like, how much money am I going to get for Christmas? And then you add everything up. That was the same up. way. Yeah, so why wouldn't I pay it forward? Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, today on the show, Jeezy will be joining us. Jeezy has a new album out right now, so definitely go download it, stream it, or purchase that right now. Shout out to Jeezy, it's called Pressure. Pressure. Also, also, Eminem has an album, Eminem's album drop, right? Yes, Eminem's revival album is out today, too. Have you heard it yet? No, I'm going to be honest, I've been working all day, every day since Sunday. Last night, I didn't get home till really late. Also, I haven't had a chance to do anything, so... I'm fortunate that I was grinding it out to the last day of work. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Man, we are going to be talking about Amarosa and uh, her versus Robin Roberts, the civil war they have going. Okay. We'll get into all that when we come back. Don't move. Bodak Yellow. Cardi B is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening is Friday, goddammit. Last live show of 2017. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk uh, Broncos. They beat the Colts last night, 25-13. You still want to talk Amarosa? We still talking about her? Uh, yeah, we are. I mean, this is, I'm sure we'll be talking about what she has to say for a little while now. We told you yesterday about Amarosa doing her first interview on Good Morning America with Michael Strahan, and she said that she can't talk too much about why she, quote, resigned, but here's what she said. There were a lot of things 
that I observed during the last year that I was very unhappy with. Things that I observed, that I such, heard, such that I as? listened to. I can expand upon it because I have to still go back and work with these individuals. But when I have a chance to tell my story, Michael, quite a story to tell. As the only African-American woman in this White House, I have seen things that have made me uncomfortable, that have affected me deeply and emotionally, that has affected my community and my people. Your community and your people, you pick the side, stay over there. Now, Robin Roberts had this to say about those remarks. She mm. said she has a story to tell, and I'm sure she'll be selling that story. We'll see. Well, yeah, she will. I'm fully sure. Don't say it under your breath, though, Robin. You got to be more <laughs> loud with it. You got to be more vocal, okay? All right. Well, of course, uh, Amarosa responded to that by Felicia in a text message to Inside Edition. So who is Felicia? Uh, no, she said, <laughs> that was petty. It's a black woman's civil war. So. It's not a black woman's civil war. Stop. You picked like, the side. Stop. You picked the side. Now stay, stay over there. I told y'all it's not about conservative, liberal, not about Republican, Democrat, not about uh, black or white. It's about good, evil, God, Satan, right and wrong. You picked the side of wrong. So stay over there. All right. Now let's talk about net neutrality. They have repealed net neutrality. That's a rule that was first put in place under President Obama in 2015. Now what that means, uh, net neutrality were rules that ensure that Internet providers can't deliberately speed up or slow down traffic from specific specific websites or apps, and they can't put their own content at an advantage over rivals. Well, the Republican-led FCC has voted to repeal those regulations, and a lot of people have responded. Uh, Facebook Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg said today's decision from the FCC to end net neutrality is disappointing and harmful, and open internet is critical for new ideas and economic opportunity. Internet providers shouldn't be able to decide what people can see online or charge more for certain websites. Yeah, this is whack. I don't know how they passed this bill. All right, I, Amazon Chief Technology Officer said, I'm extremely disappointed in the FCC decision to remove the net neutrality protections. We'll continue to work with our peers, partners, and customers to find ways to ensure an open and fair internet that can continue to d drive massive innovation. I need a net neutrality for dummies cost because I still really don't know what's going on. Well, pretty much it's like cable. You know how in basic cable you have a, a basic plan. It might be 29 and you can get a certain number of channels. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to pay for other channels. It's the yeah. same thing with the internet that they can do. So if you want to go to Google, they might charge you $10 to go to Google now. Now, a month. So gotcha. you can go to Google or if you want to go to YouTube, they can charge you an additional amount of money to go to YouTube. There's certain things I would pay for online. But we shouldn't. We've been getting it free all this time. Why are we going to pay now? Because that's not the American way, baby. It's a capitalist society. All you, well, all but you... internet providers can also slow down or speed up certain other websites. So it just kind of gives other certain companies an unfair advantage over other ones. They just want more money, and that's whack. Of course. Oh, you got, you got but you know, AT&T doesn't want to do that. Netflix, Vimeo, Verizon. So who wants to do it? They want open internet. It's the Republican-led FCC has decided to repeal those regulations. They, they're looking at all these billions of people online. They're like, how can I get a dollar? That yeah, that's what How can is. I make a dollar off these people? That's exactly what it is. And Disney boy, uh, 21st Century Fox, by the way, in a deal worth more than $52 billion Ooh. in stock. First of all, drop on a clues bomb for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know how fire the Marvel Cinematic Universe going to be now? Because now you can have X-Men and Avengers in the same freaking film. Oh, my God. You know how good the next next, so the Marvel, next series the of Wolverine Wars movies going to be? X-Men, Alien, Predator oh. franchises. And then you have shows like The Simpsons, Family Guy, The X-Files, all of that. I don't know how on time this is because Infinity War comes out next year. So by the time the fourth Infinity War comes, you'll be able to have every single character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in one movie. This is amazing. This is amazing. DC might as well just just, just cash it in. This guy's excited. This is made, made his <laughs> yeah, Christmas. You don't even know. You don't. Have, you have no idea how good. They, if you thought Marvel was good, now you have no idea how good they're about to get. All right. Well, Star Wars is out today. I already seen lines of people waiting outside to see <laughs> Star Wars. So 
I don't know if that floats your boat, does it? Nah, not really. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I do want aliens, extraterrestrials to come down real quick to humble everybody on Earth, though. Mm. Y'all feeling yourself too much. Okay. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you know, if you want to vent, if you had uh, some bad news, you want to spread some positivity, whatever it may be, call us up right now. Get it off your chest. If you're upset, you need to vent, call us. If you want to spread some positivity, call us. Whatever it may be, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Lachey. Hey, Lachey, get it off your chest, mama. I am so excited because, first I'm excited to finally get through, but yesterday I just finished my last day of the semester for law school. Nice. So I can finally breathe. <laughs> well, congrats, mama. Thank you. Yeah, that's a huge Thank deal. You. So wait, you, now, you, now you have to take the bar? No, I'm still in law school. It's just the semester's over. I got a year and a half, but I can turn up, drink. <laughs> oh, so you done for the year is basically what you're telling us. Yes. Hey, this is our last day of the year, too, goddammit, so I know how you feel. That's right. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm excited to be talking to you. I'm a big fan of real service, Angela. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, boo. Well, enjoy your Christmas, mama. I uh, thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Well, happy Friday. Friday. Not much. Um, listen, with the snow coming, um, I just want to touch on something that um, DJ Envy, you said, like, I think a couple of days ago about how... Um, how people, when they shovel out their parking spot, they're not entitled to their parking spot, how mm -hmm. they don't own the street. That's true. And it's, it's something that kind of bothered me because um, people that shovel out their parking spot and there are someone that just comes in and takes it, you know, that, that might be some trouble right there for doing that. Yeah, but if you, if you leave a parking spot, what are you supposed to do? Like, you can't just... I mean, I mean if, if it snows and you shovel out your parking spot, spending two hours... You know, you're shoveling your car out. You're entitled to that spot when you come back from work. You're you know, entitled, but you don't own that the street, so bro. Crazy. I'm not gonna say you're entitled to it, but if you shovel it out right there in that moment, and then you go to get your car and you're about to pull in, and then somebody pulls in there. That's no, more I for think, shot in the end. I thought he was talking about if you were parked and you shovel your car out of the parking spot. He said that's your spot until it stops. And then yeah, no. nah. You go to work, you come back. So no, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's spot, no. Not if you shovel and then no, you pull course, into it. Of course. You, you put in the work for it. You know what I mean? Two, three hours. Now, how are we supposed to know who shoveled it out? How are we supposed to know if you're coming back or not? It's not your well, street. Well, you, know, you know if you shoveled it or not, you, right? So if you come so, back to the street, so where am I supposed to park? You, you're gonna say, "Oh, I didn't shovel that spot. That's not my spot." You, you go back to the spot where your car. Where sir, you we're not now, arguing about this. This sounds sir. so crazy. Not, now, not, what if you shovel out your spot and you don't live there, and then you go home and you're not coming back at all? We're just not supposed to park anywhere just in case someone comes. We're not back? going back and forth about uh, this, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. I, the only reason why I'm arguing about it is because you know, somebody did it to you. Everybody's listening to y'all, and, and then Envy says, "Oh, you don't feel entitled, so someone's gonna take it that way and, and cause a problem." Somebody know? gonna take your spot when you get home from work, <laughs> sir. Right, that's not what the moral of the story is, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, um, so pretty much, I'm like I'm dealing with a girl. Oh boy. And pretty much, like, and I like recently, I like I did her grit over the summertime. I did her like I did her wrong. You did her wrong. And uh -huh, what happened? You want her back? So now, like, we we actually working things out now. We back together. We working things out. Long story short, we recently like exchanged each other's Facebook passwords. 
Uh-oh. And like, I might go friend. She came across something that she didn't like, and I definitely came across something I didn't like. Well, that's what your dumbass get for doing that. I know. I don't know what. The <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Was. Why would you do something like that? What possessed you? What evil spirits possessed you to make you do something like that? Especially when I you know. Especially quick. when you know you're not clean. Yeah, you knew you wasn't clean. That's All like, right. Well, thanks for calling. That's like giving the police permission to search the trunk when you know you got drugs. <laughs> when you know you got drugs and guns in the trunk. Why like, would you do why that? Why would you do that? Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you're upset, you need to vent. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? Uh, Trav, what's up, man? Trav. Hey. Hey. Hi, Trav. I'm going to miss you over this holiday. Listen, that's why I had to call y'all. Because, you know, I'm going to miss y'all too. What's up, Charlamagne? What's up, Trav? What up, sis? I had to call us, you know, spread some positivity this morning, and I'm blessed. Well, spread them. I was, I was going to call and say, you know, well, before Christmas and everything, Merry Christmas to y'all, Happy Holidays, y'all have a Happy New Year, and I can't wait till y'all get back. Thank okay, you, sir. Trav, enjoy your holiday, and you going to, um, your boo's coming to your house, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to my aunt's house. All right, well, enjoy don't, it. Don't y'all forget, cute, y'all cute. Don't forget to put that mistletoe on your belt buckle, okay? Do you have a picture, <laughs> do you have a picture with him on your Instagram? No. No, he's DL, I told you that. Oh. All right. I can't put any pictures to him, unfortunately. Well, he got it. Well, he's coming out because he's coming out with you to your, your mom, your aunt's house, right? Yeah, yeah. My, all my, all my family know him. And you met his family. Yeah, and I met his family. So, so. who was he hiding from? From, like, his friends, and he, he's annoying. You should Every... pop the question. You should propose to him. No, get on Andy, your knees let, let and the propose. man come out. Let the man come out first. <laughs> he would have a fit. He would die. Everybody <laughs> should know that that butt is yours, okay? Matter of fact, look him dead in the eyes and sing Michael Jackson's fa- famous line, Your butt is mine. <laughs> Goodbye. Y'all have a great, happy holiday. You too, Trav. Bye. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Trini, man, from Brooklyn. Trini, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Yo, man, yesterday, uh, you know, was a little scared yesterday. I'm on the BQ, he, uh, service road. You know, I'm trying to, I'm in the right lane. I'm trying to get in the left lane because the traffic was so crazy. And then, you know, by the time I looked left in my mirror and looked forward, I ran into this young lady in the back of her car. I jumped out to my chest and I was like, oh, man. So I'm confused. Out. Did you crash? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you crashed. I put a, I put a, a dent in our bumper. Ah, uh, so now you exchanged information. Uh, yeah, I exchanged information. We waited. And the worst thing with New York City, you got to wait like two hours just for a cop to arrive on yeah. a, for a car crash. It was like, come on. It was cold as hell yesterday. And, you know, but I got out, make sure she was all right. And, you know, she had two kids in the car, too. So I, I, I got even more scared. I'm like, were you on your cell phone when you crashed into No, it? man, I was not, man. <laughs> All right, well, fortunately, everybody's okay, right? Yeah, everybody's okay. Everybody's fine. I made sure everybody's okay. You know, I said, you know, do you need me to call the ambulance? She said, no, everybody's all right. You know, it's, it's, you know, she was just happy that I was honest and I waited. She said, oh, I'm thankful that you waited. You know, most people like to hit and run. I'm like, I can't. I'm in a big old company van and I can't. Or I would have. <laughs> all right, well, I'm sorry you got into that accident, but try to enjoy your holidays, bro. Yeah, man. Yo, uh, Charlemagne, man, you got to cut it out, man. That internet service, you, you you don't want them to do that, man. A lot of people rely on the internet, and you know you don't want everybody to get charged just to go on town. Who the hell said I wanted people to get charged? Do you I think y'all comprehension skills is off. I you, said you said it 
was okay. I was just. I did not say that. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said it is certain things I would pay for on the internet. I didn't say it was okay. Certain See what I'm saying? Okay, and and they love that. They'll take that and run with him. Like, hey, Charlamagne, shut up, man. Y'all niggas here with y'all wanted here. That's why I don't nobody talk to y'all. All listen to y'all. That's why they'll take that and run with it. Come on, man. I ain't say nothing about net neutrality being okay. I just simply said it would be some things on the internet I would pay for. Get that doesn't mean I want to pay for it. 800-585-1051. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to be talking about some of the men responding to these sexual abuse or sexual misconduct allegations. And we'll tell you who responded and what they had to say. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hey, hey, hey! Shout to uh, Cardi B and Shaft and the whole Atlantic Records. Kaiser, drop on the clues bomb for Mike Cardi Kaiser. B. They sent us our uh, platinum plaques for Bodak Yellow. Triple oh no, platinum triple platinum. platinum. Triple platinum plaques. Triple uh, platinum. Shout to Future. Future sent me a plaque this uh, last week, and so did Khaled. Khaled sent me a plaque. Salute to Young M.A. too. She sent us plaques. She, oh, went, young tri- she went three times platinum as well. Yeah, Young M.A. I like platinum us. plaques. I like putting them in the man cave. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and, let's... Uh, and shout out to Cardi B and Offset. I saw how cute they were yesterday all over the gram. They look great together. They sure did. Find you a woman that's going to buy you a Rafe. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't want no Rafe. Just give me the cash. All right. Well, let's get to all rumors. Right, Let's talk, uh, is his name Tavis or Travis? Tavis. Smiley. Jesus Christ. <sighs> this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Emmy doesn't know who Tavis Smiley is. I don't know if his name is Travis or Tavis. Doesn't surprise me, Yee. Not in the least. All right, well, Tavis Smiley says that PBS railroaded him during their investigation into claims that he was having sex with staffers, and he wants to take a stand. He says the network overreacted. Here's what he had to say. I was as shocked as you were to hear of PBS's sudden announcement regarding my television program. Let me say at the outset that I have the utmost respect for all women. And I certainly celebrate the courage of those women who've come forth of late to share their own truth. But let me also assure you that I have never groped, inappropriately exposed myself, or coerced any colleague in the workplace ever in my 30-year career. All right. Well, he goes on to talk about how he found out about the investigation because they didn't even come to him at first. Listen to what he had to say about PBS. I only learned of this investigation because former colleagues, former staffers, started to call me to tell me they were getting a phone call from some PBS investigator asking, number one, did Tavis ever make you feel uncomfortable in the workplace? And number two, can you give us other persons to call? Only after threatening a lawsuit did PBS investigators agree to sit down and talk to me for three hours. And even then, their minds must have been made up because almost immediately after that session ended, this story broke now, I don't know what's true and what's mm-hmm. not true, but if it's not true, how does people like Tavis Molly prove that it's not true? Well, he's saying that he, he never groped and appropriately exposed himself. He never coerced any colleague in the workplace ever, he said, in his 30-year career. He said it was a sloppy investigation. Now, that moves us into Russell Simmons, who has taken matters into his own hands. Did you mean hands. to talk with a list? Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> you did that on purpose? Did you do that on purpose? Because I talk with a list, so I can tell when somebody did that on purpose. You don't have a list. Are you list shaming? You did that on purpose. Russell Simmons, He's going through enough. Yes, so he said he took Mm-mm-mm. a polygraph test, so and that was to address these allegations against him. 
Now, he passed the polygraph test, according to his lawyers, to address allegations from Carrie Clausen, a colleague who is a model from the 90s, who says that he raped her. And he said he's going to continue to do those with all the women that are accusing him. Now, how accurate a lie detector test? Now, here's the thing. You can beat him. Yeah. I mean, they're not 100% accurate. Mm. And it's also his lawyer saying that it happened, whatever. But he's launching his own investigation into himself, I guess is what it looks like now. He said he doesn't want to diminish the hashtag MeToo movement, but he does want to prove that he's innocent. So now he has launched his own movement. That movement is hashtag not me. He said, today I begin to properly defend myself. I will prove without any doubt that I am innocent of all rape charges. Today I will focus on the original sin, Carrie Clausen, the claim that created this insane pile of uh, my Me Too. I think that hashtag kind of trash. Not me. (laughs) Well, uh, let me tell you the backlash from that already. Now, according to page six, Kelly Catrone has now come forward. She started the... PR powerhouse People's Revolution and she starred in MTV's The Hills and on America's Next Top Model. She said that she was incensed to learn about this whole Not Me movement to deny sexual assault accusations and now she is starting her own movement Yes You. Okay, stop. Listen, don't don't get mad at me because I'm defending myself. Well, she's saying that he actually tried to rape her. So she had her yeah, own but I'm talking about, But I'm talking about Russell. So if Russell's saying I didn't do that, you can't be mad at the well, brother for no, defending but she, himself. I guess what she's, I guess saying, she's saying is he's lying. Is that he's lying. He's and that he has doo-doo. done. And then she right. told her story about meeting Russell Simmons at a party and bumping into him. They were a casual acquaintances. She said he invited her to his apartment. She said no. Then he said he needed to stop by somebody else's apartment, and she agreed to go. But she believes he led her to his own apartment. She said they walked in, and he pushed her, tried to grab her, take her clothes off. She said she started screaming, kicking. She told him to get the F off her. She said that she would call page six. She's a, She was a publicist. She said that she would have him murdered. She said that uh. she ran out of there just feeling disheveled, got into a cab, and she felt like, oh, my God, somebody just tried to rape me. What do I do? And it was just a lot for her to press charges against Russell Simmons. But she said even after that, she would be at a table, and Russell Simmons would come up to the table, and people would introduce them, and she would say, yes, I know, Russell. He tried to rape me. So I guess it's a story she's been telling for quite some time. And she said, I hope he chokes on his own pendant. Yikes. Damn. So hashtag me too, hashtag not me. Then it's hashtag, hashtag yes you. Hashtag you lying. But how can you hashtag prove it? no I'm not. But you can't prove it. That's what I that's I, I just don't know how you prove you didn't do it if you didn't really do it. That's what I want to know. I don't know. There's a lot of people coming forward. And I do feel like a lot of these women do have a lot. They're not gaining anything from this. And these are women that, you know, have been in the industry. She's a successful woman, so she's not trying to get money out of it. She's just mad that he's trying to say he's never done anything. Mm. Okay. That's her truth. That's his truth. I don't know what the real truth is. That's their story. Their yeah, stories. We don't know what the we truth don't know what is. The truth I'm sure, is it, I mean, he probably believes he didn't do anything wrong. She believes he did. I don't know. I wasn't there. But Right. We don't want people who have had uh, situations to not feel like they can come forward. And we don't want people who haven't really done anything being accused either, by the way. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. When we come back, Jeezy will be in the building. We'll kick it with Jeezy, so don't move. His album's out right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Jeezy. What up, though? What's happening? What's happening? Well, what's the theme of this album? I mean, you know, basically what what always been kicking, like, motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, you know, I believe sometimes people just get it misconstrued when you go through things, like, you can't come out on top. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's all about that cold, you know, being a piece of coal and nobody caring about it. And you just stand down and, 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 and you know, one day you just shine like that diamond. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, you hard, you rough around the edges, but you bright. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to shine in everywhere I can possible. You feel what I'm saying? You know, in real life, not like the rap world. 
The things that I didn't used to talk about because I felt funny about being flamboyant about the things that I've accomplished, you might hear that a little bit more. You know, I could talk to DJ Envy about my cars now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Quit hiding them like I'm still in the streets. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just real time, like real time living life. You know, yeah, we jumping on boats and yachts and living like that. But at the same time, we still going through our own struggle mentally. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, look, man, you know, everybody got their own battles. But that don't mean you can't live the best life. You know what I mean? That's what, what I'm you, out here. What made you decide that now is the time to do that? I mean, because at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, people are always going to tell you, I want to hear something like your first joint. I mean, if you, that's the case, buy my first album mm-hmm. again and again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not there mentally, but it's just like, you know, I'm grown and I'm, I'm really living life and, you know, I'm enjoying the things that I work hard to get. So it's like, why not inspire people that way and, you know, so they can evolve rather than to talk about the same things that they already know you for. But you've always had motivation. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's the conversation I'm not understanding about Jeezy because you've always been a motivational speaker. Your album right. is called Thug Motivation right. 101. Thug but motivation. but you'll be surprised though because they like you know you put something up like we want that old Jeezy. I'm like man, you don't see you don't see me looking like money man. Like what are we doing? <laughs> like we 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 healthy. Yeah. We living life now. We not you know that's what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe it ain't all the records that's going to motivate. Maybe it's something you see me doing, you know what I'm saying, when I'm out and I'm moving around to make you feel like, yo, I could do that too. You know what I mean? My homies are trying to get themselves, you know, in shape and, you know, live a better life and eat a little cleaner just because they seeing the big homie doing that. But at first, you know, you tell somebody you eating a salad because it's clowning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is like, kale? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I said that one day. I was, I was like, yo, you know, like, what are you having? I ain't even look at the menu. I'm like, I want Brenzino. My man looked at me like, "What the, what the hell is that?" You want no fish? But he didn't know it was fish. Right. I'm about to ask you, what is Brazilian? <laughs> it's, 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 it's fish, but right. it come along with you know with the lifestyle. So my thing is like, you can't be scared to be great. You can't be scared to push yourself and live better. You know what I'm saying? Explore and learn new things. Like you can't do that, bro. Do you still it's have like, that that hunger for man, you? Man, I'm, you I'm starving, man. Are you? I'm starving. If I wake up every morning. It, you, it's like the first morning I ever seen my first corn, bro. Like, I want it. I want it every day. It ain't gonna never stop. That's my vice. That's what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's who I am. I mean, I can never achieve enough. I got 24 hours in a day. I'm gonna get as much as I can possibly get done. I'm gonna have enough discipline to keep doing it over and over and over again because that's what makes me happy. They can go back and listen to Sky's the Limit on the right. first album and, and, right. and that you've been on that right. telling people the world is yours. Go out there and get something. like. But the thing about it, they ain't believe it. Mm. It just was music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. It sounded good, just like the rest of these songs. They sound good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Papa Molly, yeah, do this. Yeah, that's fine. Till somebody die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, it's real. So you could tell somebody sky's the limit until they actually see you. You know what I'm saying? I was just shot bottles up with Puff. You know, we was out in Miami, you know? We sitting down, eating at the table at his crib, just kicking it. I'm like, yeah, we should shoot the video. He look around, be like, well, you know, he got a camera. He shoots. Let's shoot it now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, cool. From that moment when he said that, we started shooting a video. But we didn't shoot a video, meaning like we didn't have no stylists. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have no treatment. It was real life. You know what I'm saying? So, and when I watch it back, that was a hell of a weekend. But that was me just hanging on my partners. You know what I'm saying? But look at all the things that happened. That's real life. So it's just like when you see that, you know, and, and, and somebody might see it and think you guys, you know, planned and put that together to be a video, but that's real life. So mm-hmm. it's like, you got to show people that sometimes to let them know 
You know, and it could get it, it's gonna get better tomorrow. We're gonna be do it even bigger than that without even thinking. Mm-hmm. But people don't know that's possible. And even on the Forbes list now, hip hop is like at the top. Right. You know, you see right. Diddy's number one highest paid musician, not right. just in hip hop, but in right. every genre. Yeah, of music. it's it's a, it's a hustler's game now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's an entrepreneur's game. It's just like if you got the hustle, you got the ambition. Like you could do anything. A lot of these conversations recently, they talk about the the, the seller and the users. Right. In, in the music. You right. Know? Back in the day, it was more about selling drugs. Now it's people using it. How do you feel about that? Like, you know, like I say, man, I'm not a mechanic. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a uh, a plumber. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you nothing about none of that. But w- what I was, was a hu- and still am, was a hustler. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I had to really talk about. It wasn't like I was glorifying it, but that's the only thing that I could talk about and be comfortable with because I really knew it. It's like you ever been around somebody who's really smart in math or really know about economics? They're mm-hmm. going to kill you every time when they open their mouth. You're like, yo, this... He's smart. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So that that was my thing. I, I'm comfortable in that space. So I could talk about it. So it wasn't like I was glorifying it. But when I look at the game, it's like I came in the game and I opened a, a door, you know what I'm saying, for cats who was just on the streets. They had a little swag sauce, if you will, and they had the gift of gab because that comes off the streets. If you're in Oakland, you hear They talk that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, that's talent. You know what I'm saying? Which is one reason why everybody like Cardi B. She got the gift. Of, she's a star. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You see it. She talks She talks that talk. So for me, I talked about the things that I knew. And coming in the game, people just took it like, you talking about selling drugs. So anybody that was on the streets was like, I hustle too. Mm-hmm. Let all me right. talk about it too. Yeah. So now you got all these cats that's talking about, you know, what they do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they really do. But that ain't a form of, like, leadership. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of talked about it in a way, like, I wasn't glorifying it, but this is what it is. So now when these cats are talking, they're telling you the truth. You know, I get high, I pop this, I do that. That's they real life. You know what I mean? So that translates into the music. So you almost can't really be mad because it's like these are the people that they're listening to now. So it's almost like this is the new wave of things and these are things they're talking about. But then at the same time, when I was listening to Tupac, I was listening to Biggie, I was doing what they were saying or trying to do it. All right up. So now these cats are trying to do what they're saying because they got their ear. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it flipped. The cats who was in the streets, you know, they really going through a, a, a different time. So they really talking about what they're doing. They're getting high. All right, we got more with Jeezy. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got a special guest in the building, Jeezy. Charlamagne? I don't like how the previous generation acts like this new generation is so wrong. Like, well, when morally, we were doing stuff that was just as bad or worse. I mean, you know, I smoked a joint or two, man, but I wasn't popping no pills. I yeah, but we, but we, but we <laughs> was, was talking about killing people and shooting oh, people. But, and by and, the way, we got that from, we got that from, um, we got that from, you know, just growing up on the whole Cali way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The whole Brooklyn way. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it was about, being tough, being rugged, and holding your own. You know what I'm saying? But nowadays, and that, and that was as an individual, but nowadays, you know, you need a, you know, you need a hundred to take a piss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, and I'm being real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a hundred pistols. You're like, damn, man, like, y'all are more strapped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. fall in the sprinter, everybody shoot this whole <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. But that's, you know, that's that's how they kicking it. And so when you yeah. see him on the YouTube, and don't get me wrong, like, I never liked the little homies, man. But it's just like, if you ain't going to try to guide them right, I ain't going to preach to nobody. But, I, I mean, it is another way. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, when you start burying people and listening to people's mothers crying, it just get a little tricky because it's like, damn, like, he was a good kid. He didn't really want to do that. You know what I mean? He got He just had a daughter. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It get a little tricky because it sounds good in the music, but then when it comes to real life, you know what I'm saying, you know, it, it can be like, you know, you take some hits, you know what I mean? So it's just like, damn. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they making their own way because they're at least changing the game. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like they're going straight from the studio straight to consumer. They don't need right. the labels no more. We didn't even do that. So you got to respect well, that right, at right. least. Like they make, they're showing you that if you're creative enough, you know what I'm saying, you can change the game. So even people like me, when you start talking about streaming, I could have never seen that right. shit come. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> way better than not the Trump. Right, right. Oh, come way on, Way better than the Trump. You know how many CDs are pressed up? Like to get on? Like what hundreds do we do of with all thousands. Our old CDs now, because I still have mine in the house. Right, hundreds of thousands of CDs I pressed up <laughs> to get my buzz up. <laughs> they put, they download and upload in one button. Yep. They lit. What do you do with old work, Jeezy? With the CDs? Yeah. <laughs> they in my auntie house. <laughs> 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 right, like, it wouldn't be him to ask me that. It's like, uh, the CD you talking about? Well, the CD is, uh, uh, w- w- yeah, the CDs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I don't choose to listen to them anymore. Got you, got you, got you. Right. Did you have them? Uh, nah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I saw you say you want to distance yourself from, from, from the trap. Not not in the, the essence of the word, but the, the genre of it. Like, when you start talking about all these people going through all these real things as a genre of music, like, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? We came up, like, the trap was really the trap. We standing outside in front of a fire barrel trying to stay warm in Timberland boots and Dickie suits mm-hmm. to get some money. Like, that's the trap. We hooking up, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, lights from the next door because we ain't got no power in the trap house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We trying to put cameras up, you know what I mean, so we can see what's going on. Friday, Thursday and Friday night, we hoping, you know, the, the, the homies from down the street don't kick in the door. Like, we on it like that. You know what I mean? You hiding your bomb in the back and having to run and go get it and have people to watch it. Like, that's a trap, falling asleep in the car and, and before you go to school and you out there, you know what I'm saying, getting it in. You know what I mean? That's the trap. Or you talking about a genre of music is trap because it sounds like something? I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't like this new definition of trap music. The right. trap music I grew up on was the content. Right. When T.I. said his album was called right. Trap Music because right. we knew why. When right. Gucci right. did Trap House, you right. did Trap Without, we knew why right. it was the content. Right. Now it's like the bounce of it? Yeah, not that sound. I mean, it was, but it's like, it, it, you know, you can't just call something, you know, gospel music because it sounds like gospel music and mm-hmm. somebody talking. Is it quiet? A whole different, yeah, they got a whole different message. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I don't want to be affiliated with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a buck. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people, it's, it's, it's like, you know, when you come from a certain thing, it's just like, what's your morals like? Meaning like, you know, are you a robber? Are you a killer? Yeah. Are you a stand-up guy? You know what I'm saying? Do you take from people? Do you owe somebody? You know what I'm saying? Because the first thing, if you owe somebody, like, man, such a, man, that go me money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's your reputation. That's, that's what it comes. Like, your reputation exceeds you. So, like, uh, you know, I lived and died by, you know, a lot of things that Tupac said because I feel like I can relate to it. I don't know if I can relate to it. I'm not, you know, if you got purple hair, my n- like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got nose rings and goofy sh- going, I don't know. I'm not wearing no purse, man. I can't do that. But you could like music and not relate to it, you think? Right, absolutely. Like, but, you could but, be like, all right, I like this song. I don't do these things. But but it's just like being in the club. You know, you got your, you got your joints you like. You know, they, they pop off, but... When it's really time to listen to something that you respect, like you're going to put it in at your crib or in your car and you're going to listen to it. It's going to remind you of some times or it's going to bring things back or it's going to motivate you in a different way. And that's that. But you know what club music is. You know when somebody just got in the booth and just run on a rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said the first thing that came off the top of their head. you like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, 
they're good opening acts, but that don't mean like they're going to be forever. That's interesting because even with your records, like I can think of a lot of records that rang off in the club, but they weren't right. necessarily club records, right. whether it was right. Air Forces, or right. Right. Trap or Die, right. like Go Crazy. Right. Those sound like they was just records, but they went off in the club. But that's because those type of people were in the clubs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those type yeah. of people were being spoken for. They was able to get off their money. They was able to come hustle all week because they had a different type of moral, you know what I'm saying? And they had a different type of... um. A mentality, you know what I'm saying? Some of the people was in the club spending money to get more clientele. If I spend a hundred thousand, you ain't worried about me robbing you for twenty five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, so that's, that's my that's my business card. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? You see me with all these bottles and you know what I'm saying? All these all these chicks and all these cars. Like you you supposed to want to get down? Is, is Jeezy allowed to evolve? Absolutely. I think more. But but by the way, you know, even you see me rocking the Trusher process, you know, tees and shirts and all that. That's what that's really about. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even about the people that wear them. It's about the people that read it. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, you know, and I had to come to grips with that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be the best me I could possibly be. I ain't going to never stop working on myself. Nobody. Because I can only think, like, when I was sitting on my grandmother's porch trying to figure it out, and my uncle's like, nigga, you ain't going to be nobody. You ain't going nowhere. Like, when I go home now, I used to see him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I mean? Because they're going to sit up there and tell you what you can't do because they, they couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the ambition. You know what I'm saying? They ain't had a will. They ain't had a determination. They ain't had a discipline. They had none of the things that really count when you're trying to make it out of your situation. Right. But but to answer your question, I will forever evolve. You know what I'm saying? That that will never stop. You know what I mean? I ain't going to... Every time you see me, I'm going to be looking better. I'm going to be feeling better. I'm going to have another 10-year plan. I'm going... It's, it's almost the end of 2017. Mm -hmm. I'm 99.8% um, done with my goals for the year. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's how I'm rocking. And What's the goal? What's the point two percent? It's small. Oh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's small. What's her name? Right. Hold on now. You know he's engaged. Oh, whoa, so. whoa, 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 whoa. Never been engaged. Ever. Oh, but we really... How are you just going to make that up, E? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's correct. I mean, he wasn't engaged. Just put it in that I know you heard no, the story. No, listen, first of all, I'm very single. You know what I'm saying? I'm very single. I'm, you know, living my life, the best life I can. I've never been engaged. Um, Where did that story that, come from? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Where did you get that like, from you? By, matter of fact, I, I kind of believe you started. I believe you started the story. No, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? It did. It was on the blogs. I think it was on Bossip. But that's the thing about, man, yo, these people are crazy, man. Like, they believe anything, man. These folks believe anything that they put on these blogs. That is crazy. You think I'm going to believe everything somebody tell me? That is crazy. Yeah, and it's scary because you can't shake it off once it's out there. Once right. it's out there, people run with it as fast. But, but that's why you got to have, you know, I pride myself on coming from where I'm from because you got to have thick skin. Mm -hmm. You know, just to even survive in this game because things people say, like social media is crazy. Now, mm -hmm. being engaged is not something crazy to say about somebody. No, but, it, but, but if it ain't true, I don't think that's fair. Okay. Because what if the other person, you know, they got something going on or, or you know, like, it's, I just don't think that's cool. But I get it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? People want you to be, you know, whatever it is. But that just ain't what I'm on just yet. I mean, you'll probably get engaged before me. I right? doubt it. If you're not already. <laughs> <laughs> so I doubt it. <laughs> All right, we got more with Jeezy. When we come back, let's get to a mini mix. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Jeezy mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Jeezy's in the building. Yee. So, Jeezy, let's talk about the album, Pressure. You have a track on there with Kendrick and J. Cole. Shouts out to um, Kendrick and J. Cole. And, you know, they both bodied the, the song. But um, I was just listening to a song downstairs where I said, I'm uh, on Trap or Die 3 Like, I'm going to leave the bars to Kendrick and Cole. I spit that real life. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was there then. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? But and, and and when I reached out and they sent you know the uh, verses back, you know I said I was like, wow, like this is for real. And I feel like we need that for the culture. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know everybody can't be saying the same thing, have the same message. So I know what they mean to the culture. I, I watch it. Did they know the they was on that record together? Yeah, at some point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> at some point. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they knew. Okay. <laughs> Would Jeezy ever do his uh, memoirs? You see all these artists coming out and telling their stories. You're mentioned in some memoirs also. Would you ever do yours to tell? I did Um, I did a documentary. I saw the documentary, but I mean like a, because there's so much. No, nah, I don't really want them problems. <laughs> you don't want all that out. <laughs> right, I, you'd be the mess around, be right here, you know what I mean? <laughs> you'd be ducking and dodging, man. I mean, that's the thing, like, you know, I was out with some of the homies yesterday, you know, some of my, you know, guys that do the same thing, some of my peers, everybody was telling these stories, but they were like music stories. When I went to tell them mine, it was like, everybody, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Took it somewhere else. Statue of limitations up, though. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, sometimes when you tell these people these things, it's like overwhelming. It's like, damn, man, we talking mm-hmm. about a good time. We had it. You know what I mean? You're talking about this, but those are the things, you know, that I remember. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, um, it's a lot. Did you read Gucci's book? No, I did not. He, uh, he talks about a, a, he said y'all y'all had got cool. Right. Y'all met at a restaurant or something. Y'all ran into each other at a restaurant. Right. And y'all pieced it up. But then when you saw him in the club, you was like, nah, not here. I don't remember that. Yeah. But I definitely remember uh, us having a, a situation where we, we chopped it up. But then I think he went in right after that. So I never talked to him anymore after that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's it. I don't have right. a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had something for me. No, I didn't read it. I, I, like, yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember anything after. Yeah. Now, he was just saying, like, that's why y'all not really cool now, because when he saw you in the club, you after y'all I, pieced it up, I, you act like you was like, nah, not here, because the, homie, the homies was looking at you funny. Nah, come on, man. I'm grown, man. I ain't about to play no games like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need. Like, you know? But at the same time, like, I don't remember anything after, because I, from what I remember, when he... When he just got out for it, that's when he left. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't talk to him after that period. Right. Right. Real talk. It seems like all of y'all could be cool now, though. Everybody grown, everybody healthy. Every Look, man, I'm out here just trying to live my best life, man. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 and make sure my people straight. I see you and Joe Button took a picture with each other. So, you know. I knew you was going to say that. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> it was positive. Y'all took a picture. Joe Button was getting at I, you heavy last week, man. I ain't even, I, look, to be honest with you, like, I don't know what that was about. You know what I'm saying? Because had you waited until the album dropped, you could have said anything you wanted to say. You know what I'm saying? And I I had to respect it. I just felt like that was coming from a a, a weird place. It was almost like, you, you know, you, you was, you know, trying to, you know, make it seem like... I didn't hear anybody. I didn't hear you say that. I know you rock with my music. I didn't hear y'all say nothing like So it was weird. So I wanted to go see what the weirdness was about. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like... It wasn't no issue. Like we ain't we ain't tripping on what no 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 talking about. Like let's see, you know, like if it's real, we we gonna get into it. But to me, it's more so like my whole point in case was going up there, to chop it up with him. Is like, man, y'all have a platform, bro. But it's just like I don't think y'all using it right. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we out here making culture. We out here taking chances. We out here losing souls. We out here losing people. And y'all trying to critique, you know, what culture is. But at the same time, what are y'all doing to help it? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking to these young cats. I'm giving them game. You know what I'm saying? Because once y'all, you know, once y'all go home and lay in your beds with your girls and live your life, we still out here. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to figure it out. So that was, you know, my thing. I didn't feel like it was no issue or no smoke, no sh- nothing like that, because I just feel like, you know, I ain't no rapper, man. Like, don't, don't, don't make it seem like you can critique me. How can you do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been here for a long time. I've done things for people that you probably would never do. Well, Joe, you, Joe apologized. To Absolutely. He said he had you Nine up. times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it, bro. Like, you, I don't think you know me. I want you to know me. I want you to look me in my eyes and have a conversation. Because I think you're looking at me like I'm like everybody else. I ain't like them, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm Jeezy. Like, let's not <laughs> never forget that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to never be, a, you know, a, a apologize for being who I am. Mm-hmm. If I'm having a conversation and I'm talking to you, you're not taking me serious, I feel like that's a problem. You laughing about what I'm telling you I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about saving my little homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you laughing. Like, that's not funny. I'll pay for more funerals this year and last year than I ever paid for in my life. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've had to send so much money off the prisons, you know what I'm saying, to make it that people straight that I've ever done in my life because it's getting worse. But you laughing. I'm here to tell you I'm serious. Like, this is for real, bro. Like, this is what you need to know on your platform while you're trying to critique these kids. Yeah. They ain't trying to feed their families. They, this is all they got, just like all I had. So it's like, it's not funny. Let's talk. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what that really was. But yeah, he apologized. Well, Pressure, the album, the 15th, and we appreciate you for joining hey, us. Hey, man, we here. The album is out today. Shout out to the Breakfast Club for having me. You know, I like to come up here and kick it with y'all, man. And shout out to them real hustlers out there, man. Y'all get y'all money. Be safe, man. You know how we rock. All right. It's the yeah. Breakfast Club. It's Jeezy. I don't dance now. I make moves. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Hi, guys. It's Friday. Hello. Hey, gals. It's Friday. Are you happy? I'm happy. I'm very happy. This is our I'm last day. Happy. This is our last day. Uh, it's our last live show of 2017, y'all. Okay? This is our last day until January. Man, God is good. Good. Drop one of clues bombs for vacation. I think we earned it. Yep. All right. Yep. I think we earned it. Yeah. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Michael Blackson. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, y'all started some problems between Michael Blackson and Kevin Hart. We didn't start anything. Now, Kevin Hart was on The Breakfast Club, and here's what he had to say about Michael Blackson. I I notice even when you get in trouble, people can't wait to take shots at you. And I'm like, come on, we know Kev. Of course. Come on. I I can only say I'm different. All right, Michael Blackson. Here's an example. That's a perfect one. Listen, I love Michael Blackson. Mike turned into the the, the Instagram model that just shows her ass that's looking for life. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart, what the f? What? Mike, I'm your guy. But now you're looking for likes because the conversation of Kevin Hart drives attention to you. All right. Well, Michael Blackson then posted that on his page and said, This sensitive midget beach just called me an IG model. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've seen from you since your blurry ass sex tape in which your dumb ass snitched on yourself, crying like a little bitch because some dot wanted 10 M's in her bank account. Call your writers because when I'm done with you, you will commit suicide by jumping off the curb, you short F. Videos coming soon. You fooled America too long, you corny, pitbull-looking beach. That's yeah, personal I, now. I, I, yeah, I ain't hear no jokes in that caption. Yeah, that's personal. That, that, that all sounded like tough he talk. He posted another video after that. He did? And he uh, he captioned it, Not even King Jong-un, along with Dennis Rodman or Barack Obama, can stop this effing war. <laughs> what war? 
I, I guess him. And, I think that's a joke. Him and himself. But I, you see, Ti left a comment. Did you see Ti's comment? Yeah, Ti left a comment, and um, he said, "Yo, you tripping? Cause y'all comedians remember this sound like tough guy G ish talk. I'm confused. Knock it off, my guy." And I know that they say, you know, when you're a comedian, you know, nothing is off limits. But as a man, like it should be, it should be certain man rules yes. that come into play before comedian rules. If you see this man getting caught up in a situation like this, where he got caught cheating on his wife, you know his household in shambles. You got to back up off that one. All right. All right, well, after that Kevin Hart interview that we had yesterday, Aniko also posted something on her gram. She said, before the truth can set you free, you need to recognize which lie is holding you hostage. Oh, Lord. And then she wrote, the naked truth is always better than the best-dressed lie. Oh, Lord. Now, I don't know who she's talking about. So, it don't matter. directed at anyone. It don't matter. Leave it alone. Leave I'm it just alone. telling you what she wrote. I'm just praying for peace in my household. That's all I do every day. Thank you. Thank you, you me God. Both. Thank you, you God. and me both. I'm, thank you, thank God, you God, for having God. peace in my Absolutely. household. Okay, I'm sure. You know, I've weathered a lot of storms. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, now, LeBron James was at the Cleveland Clinic visiting kids in the hospital, and one kid's Christmas wish was this. Put it right there. That's you jumped on Lonzo for me? I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I, I, he might not be in my way. Once he see I'm about to take off, he might move out the way. Dunk on Lonzo. That's funny. No, that's yes, not that's funny. Young that's it is. It's a little kid. A little sick kid asking another kid to get hurt. You want LeBron to hurt LeBron Lonzo? He said he hurt him. He just said <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk on him. him. <laughs> what do you think going to happen if LeBron dunk on Lonzo? Lonzo going to be laid out somewhere. All right? <laughs> <laughs> that little sick kid wishing sickness on another child. I was watching the game. He ain't dunk on him, though. <laughs> He didn't. I was watching to see if he did, but he didn't do it. He didn't keep his promise. All right, now Drake posted a picture. I don't know if you guys saw this, if you follow Champagne Poppy, but he was by himself. It looked a little sad, and he captioned it, stood me up, and in the empty chair next to him, <laughs> he tagged Angelina Jolie. Wow. So <laughs> if you have Revolt, you can see the actual wow. picture. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Drop one of Clues Bombs from Sad Pit, a.k.a. Aubrey Graham. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, but the fact that he was That's about funny. to have some type of dinner with uh, Angelina Jolie is impressive. Come on, give him, give him an E for effort. <laughs> Might have been catfish. Man, yeah, we don't know I, if that was That's right. a lot of kids that have to take care if of. If you're going to admit to getting stood up by somebody, that's not a bad one. <laughs> that's a good one. His face looks so sad, It's so sad. I don't know why. And the empty chair. <laughs> Damn, Drake. Drake is so Drake. Oh, Drake will never not be nothing but Drake. You uh, hear me? You gotta love it. Jesus Christ. And that ain't the most like, Drake thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, as a woman, does that make you say, man, I got to call him. That's cute. The funny thing or is that, are you like, all right, he's crazy. The funny thing is all these corny-ass dudes all holiday season going to be trying to reenact that picture. So they're going to be like stood up. But it ain't going to be Angelina Jolie. It's going to be like Tasha from Brooklyn. The next picture look even crazier. Like him running, his, him walking out the restaurant face down. <laughs> Come on, Drizzy. He had high hopes for the night. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, Drake. All right, I'm well, not I'm not mad at that, though. It's okay to admit your L's, man. Like, that's the problem. Social media got y'all not wanting to admit y'all L's. Okay, that is a, a learning lesson right Maybe there. Angelina what? Jolie didn't want that out there. And by the way, you know how many women probably hit him up after that? they saw that picture? They come over, boo? What? I hope you, you got stood up, boo. I'm here, boo. I, come on, man. Well played, Aubrey. Well played. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Why you play this music, man? Take the Marvin's second picture ball. is even sadder. He's walking That's out. what I said. He got the fresh uh, swirl in his hair. That's a part. Head down. That's a part. A half moon. You know, like the Cinnabon swirl, the oh, guys you put in here. You know what, Yee? All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your rumor report. Shut up, man. Yes. Who you giving that down? Oh, man. Salute to all the college students out there. Um, you know, college students who have good meal plans, college students who have bad meal plans. I'm just trying to figure out, have things changed that much in college? 
Remember back in the day when you could you could get somebody a dinner and that could go a long way? We'll mm-hmm. talk about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's the breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, 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 Mr. Ed Sheeran. Uh, don- donkey of the day for Friday, December 15th, goes to an Ohio college student named Albert Maruna. Now, if you're watching us on Revolt TV, you can see Albert Maruna's mugshot. <laughs> There oh goes my Albert, goodness. right? Uh, you will totally understand why I will reach for the low-hanging fruit and nickname him the most obvious thing, which is Fat Albert. Hit my music, please. Oh, boy. T- t- turn it up. All right. All right. Hey, hey, hey. He's Fat That's right. Oh, he's a big one, ladies and gentlemen. Three to four chins. Probably hasn't seen his penis in years because his stomach is in the way. Yeah, he's one of those. Now, Fat Albert is facing charges because he tried to barter with an underage boy for sex. Oh, yes, Fat Albert had no idea. He was talking to a police officer posing as a 15-year-old boy. Now, if I had to describe Albert Maruna to you, I would have to say he's shaped on a lot of levels like a Twitter egg. Okay, if they ever make a live-action version of DuckTales, he could play Doofus. If you don't know who Doofus is, Google him while you still can, while it's still free to use Google. All right, now, I expect a portly college student not to have much money, so if he wants to get a sexual favor or two, he either has to find someone who's a chubby chaser on campus, or he has to pay for it. All right, when you don't have money, then you have to be resourceful. Now, what would you expect a 5'4"? 200-plus-pound, 22-year-old college student who's built on a lot of levels like the new Tahoe to barter with. Keep in mind, he don't have much money. He's a portly college student, okay? A fat college student, right? What would a fat college student have? Huh? Snacks! Let's go to KDKA. Let's go to KDKA CBS Pittsburgh for the report, please. An Ohio college student is facing charges for allegedly offering chicken Alfredo and Sprite in exchange for sex. Stop right there. Stop for a a second. Just stop. For one second. All right. All right. All right. Let's go to KDKA for the report once again, please. An Ohio college student is facing charges for allegedly offering chicken Alfredo and Sprite in exchange for sex Mm -hmm. with a teenage boy who turned out to be an undercover officer. According to a WOIO TV report, an officer posing as a 15-year-old boy exchanged messages with 22-year-old Albert Maruna IV, a student at Youngstown State University. In those conversations, Maruna allegedly sent nude photos and explicit messages after making arrangements to meet the boy. He was found to be in possession of lubricant, two bottles of Sprite, mm-hmm. and a Tupperware container of chicken Alfredo. During questioning, Maruna did not appear to believe oh. having sex with a 15-year-old was wrong. He is facing a list of charges, including unlawful sexual conduct with a minor and disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. Yes, young Peter Griffin face Albert Maruna wanted to have sex, so he offered chicken Alfredo and Sprite <laughs> to this underage boy. That's crazy. Now, you heard what they said during questioning. Fat Albert didn't appear to think having sex with a 15-year-old is wrong. Uh, I don't know why he doesn't know this. Maybe he was just playing dumb with the police, but it doesn't matter if he thinks it's wrong or right. It's against the law, period. Now, the reason Albert Maroon is getting donkey today is because, Albert, you in college. Why did you have to go go outside of those college walls to try to get some sexual action in exchange for chicken Alfredo and Sprite? 
You in college. Everybody's starving. Everybody meal plan not built the same. Now, I didn't go to college, okay? But back in my day, all right, <laughs> it was a known fact that taking a college chick out to eat was everything, all right? You get her a nice dinner, that could seal the deal. Hell, go buy her a dorm, bring her pizza, hot pockets. Like, it's a lot that can happen on a college campus in exchange for some food. Have things changed that much? Have meal plans gotten that much better, huh? Well, clearly they have, because Fat Albert has been charged with unlawful sexual conduct with a minor and uh, disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. But I'm going to tell you something. Everything happens for a reason. I believe in divine misdirection, because if Fat Albert wants to barter food in exchange for penis, jail is a much better option than college. Please give Albert Maroney the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. All right. Yuck. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back, let's talk Kevin Hart versus uh, Michael Blackson. 800-585-1051. Oh. Now, if you don't know Kevin Hart, he talked about Michael Blackson when he was up here. Can you turn up the fat album music, please? Why? <laughs> you got a triple chin. I don't have a triple it's chin. Enough. Look at it, I don't have a triple chin. That's right. Look, show me on the camera. I don't. All right. Now, let's play when Ooh. Kevin Hart was up here. Let's go. Michael Blackson. Here, here's an example. That's I'm, a perfect one. Yep. Listen, I love Michael Blackson. Mike turned into the 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 Instagram model that just shows her ass that's looking for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart, what the f what? Mike, I'm your guy. But now you're looking for likes because the conversation of Kevin Hart drives attention to you. Now, uh, Michael Blackson has responded and uh he threw some shots at Charlemagne as well. Let's hear. Kevin Hart, you chihuahua face, gorilla <laughs> looking, toddler bill bitch. So what I make fun of your little scandal? How the f it took you three months to respond to me? You know what I've done in three months? I've traveled the country twice, sold out thousands of shows, 10,000 bitches, roasted 20,000 and still made time to be kidnapped by Tyrese. And that's of your little sidekick instigator, that breakfast club that I'm about to eat for dinner. Yes, you Charlamagne, you off-brown bitch, rap bone face, Sammy Sosa, Charlotte Jermaine Jackson, blue shoes looking ass. Charlotte wow. Jermaine Jackson was the funniest like part of that. <laughs> Don't you talk, talk to me like that. Okay? Charlotte Jermaine wow. Jackson. I will have ICE come visit you, Michael Blackson, <laughs> all right? I will write a letter to Donald Trump to send you back to wherever you came from. Philly. Philly. Africa, wherever. So we're right? asking, 800-585-1051, is Kevin Hart right? You know, you is, Mike, is Michael Blackson supposed to be his friend? You know, he's, he, his house is in shambles. Is he supposed to leave it alone? Or is Kevin Hart being too sensitive? We answer it now or we wait until we come back? We answer when we come back. Okay. 800-585-1051. Is Kevin Hart being too sensitive or should it Michael Blackson just chilled out? That is his boy. That is his guy. That's his friend. You know, his house is probably in shambles. Probably in shambles right now. Taking your calls when we come back is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was Gucci Mane with Get the Bag. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Kevin Hart and Michael Blackson. Now, when Kevin Hart was here uh, yesterday, he talked about Michael Blackson and talked about he thought Michael Blackson would have had his back. Let's listen. Michael Blackson. Here, here's an example. That's I'm, a perfect one. Yep. Listen, I love Michael Blackson. Mike turned into the, the, the Instagram model that just shows her ass that's looking for life. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart, what the f***? 
what? Mike, I'm your guy. But now you're looking for likes because the conversation of Kevin Hart drives attention to you. Well, Michael Blackson responded, and he also threw some shots at Charlemagne. Kevin Hart, you chihuahua face, gorilla looking, toddler bill bitch. So what I made fun of your little scandal? I had a it took you three months to respond to me. You know what I've done in three months? I've traveled the country twice, sold out thousands of shows, 10,000 bitches, roasted 20,000 and still made time to be kidnapped by Tyrese. And that's a few little sidekick instigator, that breakfast club that I'm about to eat for dinner. Yes, you Charlamagne, you off-brown bitch, rap bone face, Sammy Sosa, Charlotte Jermaine Jackson, Brooke Shields looking ass why he go at you so hard, though? I don't know what I did in that situation, but I, uh, I feel like Michael Blackson looks like Akon's x-ray. Okay? He's just a black skeleton. All right? His whole life, he's been a Halloween decoration. Sheesh. All right? And I think Guy Code overrules comedy code in this situation. I didn't give Kevin Hart donkey of the day, you know, for, for, for getting caught cheating because I've cheated. So I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know what I mean? So I just think it's certain things that as a man, you have to just like, I right, let him deal with that. Because you know how that is at home. Right. When it, you done got caught cheating and your house in shambles and you don't know what can make your wife upset and what doesn't make your wife upset. It's like walking on a minefield. You know I, what and, mean? and I agree with you. You know, this, you know, yeah, jokes are jokes and yeah, I know it's time to be a comedian, but when your house is in shambles, yes. at any given point, anything could set that bomb off. Yes. And you don't want to be there, so don't play with me. Not now. Not right now. Play not me. right now. No, not right Let now. me get not, through it. Not in the middle of not it. Not in the middle of the storm. Maybe a year yeah, from now. Year from Let now. things calm down. Exactly. Not okay? right now. Not right now. I'm still trying to get, make sure that she's staying. Like, yes. nah, nah. Guy code overrules comedy code in this particular situation. Michael Blackson should know that. What do you say, Yee? I mean, I you know me. I wouldn't do that. I'm very loyal to people that I'm friends with, so I would never make fun of them when they were in a bad situation, period. If I felt like they were going through any sort of struggle, that's not even that in my nature. That is not nature. true. And when Amy got caught with that dildo a couple weeks ago, we went in. What? Well, but first guys, of all, you oh, you did? did? <laughs> and I didn't think Emmy with the dildo was a dire situation. It's what he likes. True, no, true. So right. why is that nah, a problem? Right. No, no, no. no. Right. See, the dildo right. was not you're real, right. and, and you guys are not. We the, know dildos aren't real. No, it was not real in my butt. Now you got. <laughs> Whoa, you know what? But where was it real that day, my nigga? So it wasn't your butt. You know but you, you know admit what? that it wasn't real. That when it was dildo story was not true. Uh, let me say that. And I'm gonna say, if I ever had a problem, I would never come to you guys for this reason right here. That wasn't a problem. Even I don't joke on stuff like that when it comes to cheating, man. Not cheating. I don't joke on nothing that I know I possibly would do uh, has happened to me in my life. There's certain things you can't joke about here. That mental illness, like any type oh, no, of... I'm going in on mental illness. <laughs> no, you <laughs> can't make fun of you me. You know gotta show me you crazy, for real. Hello? Man. Hello? Good morning. Hey, good morning. We're talking Michael Blackson and Kevin Hart. Do you think Kevin's being too sensitive or you think jokes are jokes? I think he's being too sensitive. I think he did it, and that's just where you are. People will make fun of the things you've done. But that's his friend. Yes. Well, he admitted he did it, so that's not the problem. That That's it. I mean, it's comedy. I mean, you can't take it personal. I mean, he should be the number one. I mean, hey. You don't think that, you know, guy code should overrule comedy code in a situation like that, She's though? not a guy. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's her opinion. Right. She's is a, your comedy. Nothing's off limits. Thank you, mama. All right. Thank you, guys. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's LT, man. Looney Tune. Now, we're talking okay. Kevin Hart, Michael Blackson. Is Kevin Hart too sensitive, or is Michael Blackson just foul? Man, I think they both being real sensitive, man, because it seems like they, they know each other pretty well. <laughs> they have... Uh, you know, some type of relationship, you know, and Kevin Hart jumped out the window, tried to expose him, and 
Michael Blackson trying to, yo, I got information on you too. It's just, it's, uh, it's all pretty weak. They, they need to jump on the phone. Okay. Thank you, man. He said they're both too sensitive. Right. 800-585-1051. We're talking Kevin Hart and Michael Blackson. Was Michael Blackson fouled for going in on Kevin Hart? And is, or I should say, is Kevin Hart just too sensitive? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Michael Blackson versus Michael Blackson, a.k.a. Akon's X-Ray. Now, uh, Kevin Hart was on the show yesterday, and he talked about my, Michael Blackson and how he felt about him. Let's hear. Michael Blackson. Here, here's an example. That, that's I'm, a perfect one. Listen, yep. I love Michael Blackson. Mike turned into the the... The Instagram model that just shows her ass that's looking for likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hart, what the f***? What? Mike, I'm your guy. But now you're looking for likes because the conversation of Kevin Hart drives attention to you. Well, Michael Blackson responded, and he also threw some shots to Charlemagne. Kevin Hart, you chihuahua face, gorilla d- looking toddler bill bitch. So what I make fun of your little scandal? How the f*** it took you three months to respond to me? You know what I've done in three months? I've traveled the country twice, sold out thousands of shows, 10,000 bitches, roasted 20,000 and still made time to be kidnapped by Tyrese. And that's a your little sidekick instigator, that breakfast club that I'm about to eat for dinner. Yes, you Charlamagne, you off-brown bitch, red bone face, Sammy Sosa, Charlotte Jermaine Jackson, Brooke Shields looking ass Charlotte Jermaine. Charlotte Jermaine. Well, Jackson. Salute to Michael Blackson, a.k.a. Akon's X-Ray. If you ever wonder what Akon's bones look like, look no further than Michael Blackson. Okay? And I do feel like guy code should override comedy code in this situation, man. He's a... When you're dealing with the house, man... I'm with you. And as a man... Because, listen, man, this could happen to any of us. I I, I pray to God every day that I don't... It don't happen to me no more. I pray that the devil has totally forsaken me and left me alone. All right? Right. (laughs) And doesn't allow me to make any more of those mistakes. But if you see a man caught up in a situation like that where he possibly could be getting a divorce, he could be separated from his kids, she could probably be getting a half, you know his life in shambles. That is not the time to make fun of that man, man. Guy coach it overruled comedy coach. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Bridget. Hey, Bridget, we're talking Michael Blackson versus Kevin Hart. Uh, you think Kev's okay. being too sensitive? <laughs> yeah, 100%. First of all, how are you a comedian talking about everybody else and their tragedies and making light of bad situations because that's what most comedians do? Why you gonna get mad at somebody else who's doing the same exact thing? Well, I will say this Kevin Hart is pretty friend. positive, though. He doesn't really. Yeah, he really don't go at nobody. He really don't do eh, that. And I by the know. way, these, these comedians. I don't know that man personally. All I can say is I know what I know of him is that he is a comedian, and his fellow comedian, uh, Blackson or whatever, he 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 does what he does. You know, everybody knows how that man talks. So I don't understand how another comedian could get offended with him talking about him. I don't understand that. I agree with you. I think comedy is comedy, but I just think at some point, guy code has to overrule comedy. Not even guy code. You're my guy. Like, you are my guy. I understand if I don't know you, you don't really care about me, but if you my homie, you my uh, my friend. That's a different aspect you to it, saying? too. But so is he allowed to talk about it at all? And Later then, on. Maybe in the future. Later on. Let me get through the storm right fast. See, now, I don't know about that. If he could have said something that was funny but wasn't, like, malicious. I didn't even hear what he said in the first place. It's all malicious. <laughs> no, he made fun of it. He made joke of it. He, but, I will say, but, but I will say that Kevin doesn't ever, in his stand-up, go at people and make fun of them either. He's a pretty positive person. He kind of just talks about his own family right. and himself. I just don't want to be a hypocrite. That's why I didn't give Kev donkey of the day. I've cheated before. So why would I give a bad donkey of the day for cheating? You're right. That's being a hypocrite. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Dave from Northland VA. Dave, is Kev being too sensitive or is Michael Blackson yeah. foul? Man, Kevin Hart being sensitive, man. He being real sensitive. How you going to be a comedian 
and you're going to be sensitive when somebody shine the light on you, even though it's your friend. You're a man first yeah, before no a comedian. So you've never been in that situation. You've never, you never been with your back against the wall and, and possibly lose your family, huh? Absolutely have. Absolutely have. Listen, this people's opinion. You know Sorry they don't agree with y'all. They think Nothing all comedians can say it. whatever they want. Well, thank you, bro. Yeah, exactly. Y'all say the same thing all day. You go against Charlemagne, Charlemagne go against you. You be sensitive. I never made right jokes back. when Envy <laughs> went through his situation. And when it came to his house, no. okay? Now, when it came to that dildo, you getting these jokes and you're going to get this dildo, see? all right? See, I, don't want, I don't want no dildo. And see, <laughs> now you're bullying me. What's well, the moral of the story? The moral of the story is I just think, you know, guy code should come before comedy code. I understand that these brothers are comedians, but you also got to remember you a man first. That's just my opinion. All right. Well, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about gifts. You know, the holidays are coming up, and we'll tell you what one person did for their friends, and it involves millions, okay? All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk uh, who gave their friends a million dollars each what for a present. Christmas. What a present. I need better friends. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, it was actually just a present. It wasn't on Christmas. It was on September 27th of 2013. Now, George Clooney told his friends, and they called their group of friends, quote, the boys. He said, hey, mark that date on your calendar. Everyone's going to come to my house for dinner. Now, according to Randy Gerber, who is one of his friends, it's also part of owner of Casamigos with him. He said they arrived to his house and found black designer luggage at each place setting at the table. When they opened the bags, they found a million dollars in $20 bills. That's wow. when George Clooney told his friends, I want you guys to know how much you've meant to me and how much you mean to me in my life. I came to L.A. I slept on your couch. I'm so fortunate in my life to have all of you, and I couldn't be where I am today without all of you. So it was really important to me that while we're still all here together that I give back. So I want you all to open your suitcases. Now, some of the guys are going through some hard times. One person was working at an airport bar in the air, um, in Texas trying to make ends meet for his family. They all were going through their individual issues. Mm-hmm. But he said, you know what? You don't have to worry about your kids. You don't have to worry about school. You don't have to worry about paying your mortgage. Nothing anymore. That's what it's about. That's, That's dope. Drop on the clues bonds with George Clooney. That's definitely something I would do. And you got to think he just sold, uh, what's the name of that? This I'm- was in 2013. This is, oh, okay. Oh, that's before he ago, sold yeah. that tequila in, because he sold his tequila for a billion dollars. Yeah, this was in 2013. Wow. On September 27th, and then a year later, on September 27th, 2014, is uh, when he actually ended up getting married to his wife. So exactly a year later. And that's a boss move. Wow. That's, what, that's, that's what it's about. That's dope. All right, two suspects have been arrested and charged with the murder of Chinks Drugs. Now, one man is a 32-year-old man named Quincy Homere. He was arrested in New York and charged with Chinks' murder. The second suspect, Jamar Hill, was also arrested and charged with murder. Investigators are saying their issue started over a phone on Rikers Island. Both men were incarcerated there. One man was a jealous, aspiring rapper who decided to hint Chinks like an animal <laughs> over the dispute. So in addition to one count of second-degree murder each, they both face assault, criminal possession of a weapon, and attemp- attempted second-degree murder charges as well. Good for them. Hope they don't ever see the light of day ever again. So they bury him under the jail. They're saying this started when Chinks was in Rikers with him? Yeah, and there was a dispute over a cell phone. I guess the guy was an aspiring rapper and held a grudge all this time and was hunting him down. Oh, my so, goodness. So, so basically, he just killed Chinks out of jealousy and envy. Yes. That's why my motto for 2018 is let phone. go, let God, and stay out these niggas' way before they kill you. All right, now 2 Chains is letting Walmart know you ain't going to make money off of my dab and Santa. Uh, Walmart has been selling these dab and Santa sweaters and... 
<laughs> 2 Chains posted, Oh no, someone please tell Walmart they didn't get permission to use this patent or likeness in any way. We use this sweater this time of year to spread togetherness and also give back to those who are less fortunate or not able to provide for their families at the time. That being said, it's going to be a jolly holly Christmas. Walmart going to buy me a house. Walmart going to buy me a car. Walmart going to give back to my community. Walmart going to make me a star. White people, why y'all always so late on the culture? The dad been saying it was 2015. They just popping up in Walmart now. And yet another man <laughs> has been accused, and that is Dustin Hoffman. Now, several women have come forward and said that Dustin Hoffman had uh, done certain things to them. Corey Thomas said she was in high school when he exposed himself to her in a hotel room. Another woman, Melissa Kester, was a recent college graduate when she said Dustin Hoffman allegedly sexually assaulted her while recording audio for the film Ishtar. And a third woman, who is anonymous, said that he assaulted her in the back of a station wagon and manipulated her into a sexual encounter that left her traumatized. Dustin Hoffman is now 80 years old. Yeah, that came out like a month ago. John Oliver even pressed Dustin Hoffman on stage about that. Yeah, there's a few different uh, women coming forward now. So it's uh, piling up. All right. And who is the most overpaid actor of 2017? Well, Mark Wahlberg tops the list, according to Forbes magazine. He made $68 million this year before taxes. But they're saying that some of his movies uh, didn't even bring in as much as what he was paid. So not a bad. uh, He made a lot of money, but I guess they're saying he's overpaid. Christian Bale was second. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. All right, now, Revolt, we'll see you guys in New Year. All right, you guys enjoy. We'll see you, I guess, what, when we come back? January 3rd? That's my birthday. All right, we'll see you. Me and Envy will be here. Speak for yourself. Where are you going back? You took your little two-week vacation win. All right? Yeah. I saved my vacation days. All right. Well, Well, next year, they don't count. That's That's right. Yeah, right. Starts over. I'll be back around. It starts over next year. I'll be back around. February. Yeah, maybe Martin Luther King again. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm be back sometime. Now you'll be back sometime. Better, maybe Martin Luther King week. You better bring your ass back. All right, revolt. Peace. I'm serious. You think it's a game? You see? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you think it's a game? You go. We all go. <laughs> nope. How long you go? <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not how this works. <laughs> you go. We all go. We all out. All right. Okay. I already have my vacations planned out. All right. Well, People's Choice mixes up next. We're going to play some holiday tunes. I've been looking for hip-hop holiday tunes. I found a couple. I said, hey, hey, I'm trying. All right, I'm trying. Just the Breakfast Club. Good morning.